Welcome to the Love the Skin You're In podcast with Nisi and Bill, where we hope you too can find body acceptance and self-empowerment through nudism. Well, the first season of the Love the Skin You're In podcast has come to a close. What a journey it has been. In this episode, Bill and I look back on our inaugural season. We share some of our favorite moments and even some of our challenges and growing pains. We have visited with some amazing people and learned about their journey to body positivity and body acceptance. We also share our latest mailbag segment where we share what you, our listeners, have been saying. It's been a great start and we can't wait to see what season two has to offer. Welcome back to the Love the Skin You're In podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nisi. And we're back after our holiday hiatus. This episode is going to be kind of a recap of our first season, a look back at what we started with and where we finished, and talk about where we're going to want to go. Uh, Nisi and I wanted to take a minute and just visit about our previous episodes in a way to kind of reminisce, but also to remind and maybe even uh, motivate some folks who may have not listened to all of our episodes yet to maybe tune into some previous episodes as we get the next season up and going. Of course, you know, we started off with a, our very first episode. It was like a 15-minute, 20-minute, you know. Very short. Uh, yeah, very short. Very short introduction into what we were jumping off into with this podcast and telling you what it is going to be. And, of course, the name of it, Love the Skin You're In, because that's what we're all about is body positivity. And it gave a kind of a tease, you know, about where we wanted to go go and what we're going to do and uh, set the tone as it were. And of course, the very next episode is when we started to share us with you to give an, you know, an open and honest look as who we are as people and how we started our journey to body acceptance through nudism. And I, of course, you know, shared my, my story, um, you know, Looking back on it, I've told the story a lot and to actually commit it to the interwebs and, you know, it's forever out there was kind of cool and it was kind of therapeutic, I guess, in a sense. Um, I touched upon some emotions I hadn't thought about in, you know, quite a long time. Um, You know, shared some insight that I've shared with friends, but I, I got some feedback from listeners when I was when they heard my story. Um, how it, it resonated with them both, you know, what I thought was funny is I was talking, of course, from a guy's perspective and, um, to get some feedback from women who could relate to my thought process and my emotions and, and, and my, my self image as a man to hear women say to me that, Hey, you know, Bill, I could relate to that. That was, that was kind of, uh, kind of opening for me, I guess, um, I've had some folks comment to me about, you know, my my uh, four rules for adulting that I talked about in that episode. Um, it's actually come up in, in subsequent interviews. Um, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm the same guy. You'll meet me at Walmart. You meet me at Oak Lake Trails. You meet me at work. I'm the same guy everywhere I go. 
So I, I wanted to be honest, and I think I I don't know, Denise, what do you think? Did did I come across as sincere and honest in that in that yeah, interview? Definitely. You know, um, was there anything out from that? You know, of course you know me. You're married to me, right? I mean, you know, right. I, well, it it was interesting to me to see how people reacted to it. You know, because I know how I see you and how I feel about you and how I, you know, have been along part of your journey with you. But to get feedback from other people um, that are connecting with you on that level was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. And it was, it was tough for me. Like I said, I, you know, there were some dark points in my life that I shared in that. And um, but, you know, of course, from the darkness comes the light, you know, so it, 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 it sharing that journey helped me relive it in a sense and also kind of cemented me back into the fact that I'm doing this for all the right reasons. I mean, all those reasons that were there then that made me start down this journey, uh, they're not present in a sense anymore, but they're always a part of me. And, and, you know, and I, and I can look back on it and I can use it as a tool to help others. And from the response we got, you know, that, that, that was, you know, that was pretty cool. So I'm really glad that I opened up you know, and of course, me opening up, of course, led to your episode. Right. So you know, in, in uh, my episode, I talked about things that in episode three, um, I talked about things that I definitely had not talked about with too many people. N- yeah. yeah. Very few. Outside I, I of was... you and therapy <laughs> 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 yeah. and uh, very, very few friends. Um but I felt the need when you came with me or came to me with the idea of doing this podcast, I was so receptive and reluctant at the same time for the same reason is because it would give me the opportunity to open up and talk about myself, which I don't normally do. So it's like, yeah, I it's wanted like to, teeth. but sometimes, I didn't want to. <laughs> having been with you for 10 years now, I, sometimes getting you to talk about anything is like pulling teeth. So, But it's, it's kind of scary putting yourself out there like that and not knowing what the response is going to yeah. be. And after I told my story, which I didn't even go into a lot of detail, but it was detailed enough that, a lot of people could connect with it, men and women. Yeah, that was, yeah, we got men that as well. Men who have women in their lives who are going through the same thing, they saw a different perspective that they were never able to see. And I didn't even think about well, that. Well, that might become from kind of what you were saying, you know, it's very hard for you to share that, even with me, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if I caught a couple of, uh, comments that were directed our way with regard to that I read some of them we shared some of them we won't share out of respect because they asked us not to but men were writing in and saying you know my wife has had a similar experience but she doesn't talk about it but hearing Denise explain to you know her perspective helped me understand maybe a little bit more what they were going through without having mm-hmm. having them to have to open up. Right, it, it, right, it gave them exactly. a perspective they couldn't get because no one's ever flat out said, hey, this is how it is, you know. Right, so, and and I didn't, I knew I wanted to, to reach out to women and who had been through a similar situation with me and, and, and show them that through um, nudism I found healing. Um, and I, so I knew I wanted to do that, but I did not 
um, think about, you know, the other, the flip side, you know, the, the person who is with the person who's been abused. And I, I didn't realize how helpful that would be to those people as well. So that, that was definitely, um, eye opening as well as, um, I don't know, like, gave me strength. Emotionally uplifting, maybe? Um, but I will say, after I did the episode initially, I, I had a hard time because I don't normally open up. And before we started getting feedback, I kind of had this, like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> I've opened Pandora's box. You know, I, I now. didn't know what the feedback was going to be like. And then it also, it brought up a lot of, you know, things that I had, you know, shoved down and repressed for, for a while. So it, it, um, was hard at first and I, I had to deal with some demons at the time, but I'm overall, I'm glad we did episode three. Overwhelmingly, the response has been amazing. I mean, men and women, I mean, uh, more so to your story. My story, of course, you know, I, I tend to dismiss myself, right? I, yeah, it's just, it's whatever, yeah. But, you know, but yours resonated so much with both men and women. It, it, it did. It come as a pleasant surprise. You hate to say you're you know pleasantly surprised about abuse and terrible things. But, no, the fact that that sharing that in how you were able through nudism to 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 be comfortable in your own skin again and mm-hmm. enough that you can you could take back your autonomy as a person mm-hmm. resonated with men and women and that that was a very very cool thing to experience it really really was yeah yeah i'm i'm very grateful that we did it um i i have trouble um accepting compliments especially <laughs> on a subject such as that yeah but it's almost counterintuitive i'm being given a compliment for a terrible thing yeah but it, you know and then you got to look at it differently you know because that's that's like your initial reaction then you got to look at it differently and see that it, it they're just proud or happy you know depending on how well they know me yeah. that i was able to open up and that, um, you know, through through our our listeners, I've come to realize that a lot of people have taken it to heart and it has actually helped a lot of people. Um, your story and my story. Sure. I mean, we've heard it time and time again um, from people who know us, from people who don't know us. People who do know us know us really well now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I'm very glad we did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we've started down this journey with this uh, podcast. You know, and then, of course, we started off, you know, we started doing our interviews. Now, of course, we, we've learned a lot as we've gone. And, you know. Definitely. Both, and I'm not just talking about, you know, interview skills. I'm talking about how to run this foolish computer. I know. I was going to say, yeah, technology. The technology, we're kind of a, yeah, we're Gen X. You know, we're Gen X, but my kid will call me a boomer, but I'm not a boomer. But I'll tell you what, sometimes... You think like one. (laughs) Sometimes I do, but I I get frustrated. But, you know, this technology is our generation. We created this, you know. I mean, so it's just... It's a learning curve, so I've learned a lot there. Um, Then we started actually doing interviews with guests after that. And our very first guest, of course, was Linda Weber. Now, Linda Weber, of course, is the face of modern nudism movement here in the U.S. and worldwide, really. Uh, You cannot google 
you know, nudism or naturism without, and her, without, name without her name popping right. up, her pretty face popping up with her long blonde hair. And, yep. you know, her advocacy is amazing. That was our first, uh, we did that interview by Skype and, um, that was our first foray into, you know, long distance, you know, interviews and uh, it worked out pretty well. And, and Linda is such an amazing lady. She, she's, she's reached out to so many people. And in the last, I guess, year, year and a half or so, her, her, I don't want to say star power, but but her 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 advocacy has come really really into the forefront. You know, like I said, you cannot Google nudism without Linda's face showing up. Well, and 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 I would say probably everybody that we have interviewed knows Linda. I mean, not, not personally, maybe, but they had heard of her and they were all like, Oh, you got to interview her. Yeah. It's kind of, it's neat that, you know, the circle is expanding, mm-hmm. but the circle is small, but it really isn't because it's worldwide. You know, you know, Linda, um, again, she's, she's very, very much, very well known. So I felt really honored that she was our first, you know, guest interview you know and the fact that you know she's in the forefront and you know she talked she's talked about our our interview and in, in different interviews she's yeah done that's always part. cool yeah, it's always when, great when you people know, do that yeah people are mentioning us and we're, we're and then that was when things started to pick up where love the skin you're in as a catchphrase started to come up i mean i've seen it within the naturist community i've seen it show up on you know all kinds of different things you know people are talking about it in interviews they've they brought it up as a as a mantra i guess you'd say right, you know, you know right. and i'm like oh that it's a we, thing now yeah, it's a thing now we're, we're, <laughs> you know that, we've had an impact beyond our our simple little podcast our 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 footprint is growing Right, you know, based right. upon the, the the popularity of the the guests and things we've had, which is cool, but that wasn't even like our intention. No, it's like an awesome side effect. I mean, effect. we wanted to have people on that would, you know, uh, I don't know, help us with our thought, help um, us with our message. You know, the, yeah, 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 to pass along, you know, information that you just can't get anywhere because you don't want to be. Well, you, you can get all kinds of information online. You want to get good information, though. You get a lot of misinformation, especially Absolutely. about nudism. Exactly. And so we, we wanted, wanted to, to make sure we had quality guests. Portraying things in the right light. Exactly. That, you know, give you accurate information. And um, one of my favorite ones was episode five when we interviewed Andy Rogers. Yes. That went that went one for a while. That was that a, over we, an hour. That was yeah, a great we, interview. We had a great time with her, and what she's doing. I mean, we that she was one of the ones that we had to have. I mean, like we had. It's to her have. fault. You're a calendar girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because because what she has done for people like me and what she's doing for people like Continuing. me is amazing. The Women in Nude Recreation campaign is actually growing. She's actually taking for folks who don't know. Uh, in 2024. Uh, Andy's taking it on the road, as it were. She's doing a nationwide tour of different resorts and different venues throughout the country, promoting women in nude recreation. Um, it's uh, she's starting in the in the western region in the spring. I think she's going to be up in the southwest region midsummer. We may see her at Oak Lake sometime in the summertime. But she's taking it all over the country. Uh, her, the movement is growing. She's got such great feedback through the program, Women in Nude Recreation. And of course, the calendar. You know, Miss October sitting here with me today, and uh, I'm very <laughs> proud to say that because, of course, it is my birthday month. But um, we we took part in that 
uh, Women in Recreation campaign for the the uh, women one word women one word campaign, which was you know a word of empowerment, words of empowerment of of women, you know sharing what makes them tick, I guess you'd say. I mean, are, are, are there empowering moments or thoughts that nudism has helped them achieve? And it really resonated with a lot of folks at our resort. I mean, I took a whole bunch of pictures. It wasn't just yeah. you. I mean, yeah. you, I took a bunch of pictures that day. And you'll see, you've seen some if you've seen the website or you've gotten and the if calendar. And you, if you haven't gotten the calendar, you still can. <laughs> yeah, she's, and we're fixing to do another one. And, and if you're interested in taking part in the Women in Nude Recreation campaign, ladies, you can reach out to us or you can reach out to Andy. There, of course, there's always our contact information is in our show notes. You could always send us an email to love the skin you are in. 2023 at gmail.com and we can get you in touch with the proper people and give you any information you might like but that women in nude recreation campaign has become near and dear to our hearts yes it's very very empowering um not only i mean it's awesome to have my photo in there and my words you know my my little story about our little happy place you know be seen by so many people and encourage other people, you know, to be comfortable with themselves. Yes, absolutely. But it's also really cool to take and look at everybody else. What everybody yeah. else is doing and thinking and saying and and how they are helping the movement. Um, that that calendar is is a very very positive thing um, for for women for nudism. I mean, just for self empowerment. Uh, I would say even if even if you're not a nudist, the calendar is awesome. It is it absolutely the, the words is. that are spoken from these ladies um, say a lot, and it, it it it's helpful for anybody who's struggling with body image. Maybe we need to do a men's version. Hey, why not? Oh. hey Andy, you listening? <laughs> Have your husband take over the men's side. You guys so can make it a couple. Instead of women retreat. in one word, it'd be men and so mo. Mo, I don't know. Instead men of wow. one word, about mow, 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 mow. Anyway, uh, um, the next speaking couple of, of body positivity. Oh yes, the the, the <laughs> next guest we had on this. Unfortunately, the next couple of uh, interviews, I had to fly solo on. Denise got down with a... Yeah, that was one. Oh, my God. You got sick. sick You were sick for about a month, month and a half. I could not get over it. And uh, so I flew solo. And uh, to tell you the truth, I was a little bit nervous and a little bit uncomfortable because we, we do this podcast as a couple. You know, it's a guy and a girl. Well, our next two uh interviews were women and i flew solo so i you know i don't know if i would say i was treading lightly but i didn't ever the last thing in the world i wanted to come across as a creeper right so you know i'm I'm super (laughs) worried that you know i'm talking to these ladies they don't know me from adam they're opening up to me and i don't want you know i'm a guy i worry about offending people right but these two ladies i'll tell you what amazing The the first one was amy pence brown now, of course, Amy Pence Brown is not a nudist, but she is a body positivity activist. You know, she did the stand Very for so. self love. I mean, this woman, I, we we talked about it in the interview, and we're gonna when we do our next episode of the Mailbag, you'll hear some of her feedback and some of the things she said and done since then. But I'll tell you, her and I could not be so far apart, probably politically in our ideologies, but we were so close together in our outlook. That it was very refreshing that, you know, the commonality of people finding the ability to love the skin they're in, 
the commonality wipes so much away. And we talk about that, about having actually being nudists that, you know, when you get into an environment, all that stuff goes away. Yeah, I was going to say, out of, out of all the interviews we've done, I mean, we pretty, we align pretty similarly to most people. But with Amy, we definitely are, are life in general, I guess. But as people yeah. and, and our thought processes is pretty much on point. Yeah. And it it's all because... She's all about, you know, empowering yourself, feeling empowered and and loving who you are. And that's exactly the message we want to get out. We just happen to to be nudist and she occasionally uses nudism. Or nudity as part of her. <laughs> or, yeah, her, nudity. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's funny because since our interview, uh, we, we I she has a very strong social media presence and um, she shares a lot a lot more. She spent a whole lot more time nude in her social media uh, appearances here of late in Hot Springs and things. And I was teasing I've, her. I've noticed. Yeah, I've I've dropped a couple of uh, messages on or or comments on some of her postings saying, "I guess we had an, an effect on you, Amy, when you come into Oklahoma for the weekend. Grab your husband and come on down." Yeah. So it's it, I think you know she's reached us in a way. That is very empowering, but I, th- I think she's starting to see our way a mm-hmm. little bit more, and so right. it, it, we had an effect on that that as well. And uh, I just recently found out for folks you, you may or may not remember one of the things she does is she does this th- program called Reviving Hilda, the the the, the plus size pinup girl from the fifties and sixties. Well, she had done over the past five or six years quite a few different. I think she at the time she was like a fifty eight or fifty nine different recreations of the artwork well she just dropped on social media just yesterday that she's got back in the saddle as she said and yeah. she's she's dropped six or seven more with more to come so go go to the amy pence brown's webpage there are, of course there are in the show notes there are links to her webpage and her her and her work and she's actually added some more hilda photos that i was able to look at and you know she, she knocks it out of the park of course again she she's a hoot. they're 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 so adorable yeah. i mean i just i love and, them uh, wonderful wonderful woman it was a great interview um again it was just we were able to connect in such a way that it transcended a lot of differences that we may have be politically religiously whatever you know that and that's what again that brought us back to why we're here you know this this and i hate again we say this all the time hate to use the word lifestyle but it is a lifestyle in a proper term this lifestyle is so equalizing i mean i don't know that's a good way of explaining it, it, it because i mean it doesn't matter who you are where you come from how you think what you do you know for a living you know or what the, you you always have the mindset that you're going to find commonality and you're looking for the best in each other rather than the worst we don't look exactly. to tear each other down exactly no we don't tear each other down and then the next lady that we interviewed or i interviewed of course because you were still sick is the other face of naturism on the other side of the atlantic miss helen berryman helen and linda are the two faces of of worldwide naturism they really are helen and her husband uh simon uh helen of course is uh, a director of uh women in naturism for uh 
British Naturism, which is the companion, I guess you'd say, or the the the, the national advocacy group in U, in the UK, like ANR, American Association of New Recreation, here is in the US. British Naturism is their sister society, I guess you'd say. Right. And she's the she's the Women in Naturism coordinator, similar to the Women in New Recreation coordinator that Andy is. You know, mm-hmm. and she she actually works for British Naturism, and you know that episode proved to be extremely Wasn't popular. Wasn't Helen in the uh, calendar? No, a friend of hers was in the calendar. Oh, I was thinking That's it was right. Helen. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. No, but uh, but Helen, her episode proved to be very, very uh, popular. And, and we started getting all kinds of European hits on the podcast because it's a name they knew. Right. And then once that started, of course, you started seeing the numbers creep up on the other episodes. So as, as we reached out to different people in different parts of the world, our audience really started to grow and we were started getting feedback. I mean, we, we joke right now we're on every continent except for Antarctica. And Linda was telling us just the other day she's got friends in Ar- Antarctica and she's tagging them, hoping they're, yeah. they're going to listen yeah. so we can get our our podcast, you know, on all the continents of the world. Uh, we're, what would you say we were earlier today? 46 Helen? countries. 46 countries now. And that's just what Spotify tells us about. Uh, right. Of course, we're on right. so many different platforms. I can't see the analytics on like uh, Audible or, or uh, iHeart or Podbean or any of those other ones. We're just showing stuff that our host, our main host platform, of course, is Spotify, and uh, we see a lot. We see the analytics from them. But Helen's episode. Helen is another great lady. She, I mean, she she has a wonderful story about you know coming from a very very repressive environment to uh, hooking up and re- not really hooking up. I mean, rediscovering a, a high school friend and then finding love in her forties. Yeah, it's, it's a great story. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was in the, in the living room dying with fever, like literally dying. <laughs> okay. Not literally, <laughs> but, but really close. And I could hear you the down laughter, the hall yeah. in the office and your conversation you guys were having. And I was like, God, oh, why did I miss this? But y'all didn't want to hear me coughing and no coughing and hacking and, and snotting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed out of it, even though I yeah, wanted to yeah. go run down the hallway. <laughs> and uh, of course, you know, and, and like I said, Helen, Helen's story is very inspiring. And of course we, a lot of folks who are listening right now have heard, have heard all of this, but we're, we're doing this recap because some folks may have missed one or picked up one here or there. But, you know, these, these are some great interviews. Uh, and Helen really, you know, Hel- Helen really, I think our numbers really started to climb after the, with those three interviews with Andy, Linda, and Helen within the nudism circles has really started to push our podcast within mm-hmm. the, the naturist community. Right. Uh, Amy... Her interview, so those four interviews, Amy's interview, we, we're starting. I was starting to see feedback from folks who found us through Amy's webpage. She graciously, you know, posted our I interview. Know. All of our guests have been so wonderful. Um, those who have a social uh, media presence, yeah, presence a- already online, are putting us out there. And um, I mean, we're all here to help each other out. And they've done a great job helping us out. And that's why we always make sure we put them, you know, their information in the show notes so you guys can uh, keep up with them that way. Um, but they're they're doing the same for us. And, I, yeah, we say that because, like, uh, Anner's Women in Nude Recreation uh, campaign is actually officially sanctioned by Anner. And our podcast is featured 
we used to call it above the fold back in the television days, you know, in the top <laughs> one half of the newspaper. But if you go to the Women in Nude Recreation page, there's a link to every one of our podcast episodes, above the fold, as it were, you know, on an officially sanctioned page through American Association for Nude Recreation. So we took that as a great honor. We hope to continue so. to give quality content so that we'll be continued to be part of that. So it was wonderful. So it was great talking to, to all these advocates, um, you know, to, to help spread the word and give people, like I said earlier, very good information. Mm -hmm. You know, we want people to have accurate information, but we wanted to gather up some of our friends. Um, so the next several interviews, that was that was fun. That was very, very um, fun. We, we wanted to put a real... Now, you, now, the advocates are out there. They're all about advocacy. But what about the normal people? What about the everyday people, right? So that's that's the next series of interviews, we, of course, we did. We start off for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We talked to our, our dear friend, Carla, who is a survivor of double negative breast cancer. And she we met her at Oak Lake Trails. Um, Carla's a very sweet lady. Um, she, she went through a very, very, very hard time. And she's come out you know, stronger, better, you know, almost like the bionic woman. We, we can make her better. We can make her stronger. And not necessarily in her physical body, but her emotional well-being. Yeah, but when you feel better about your physical body, it doesn't have to actually change. Exactly. I mean, yeah, no, she, I mean. She, <laughs> you know, she, she, I mean, she went from the day we met her, she literally had her arms crossed mm -hmm. and was hiding herself. Because of her scars. And because she was so afraid of what people would say or do or how they would react. And now, mm, girl, and, and, and now I know you're listening because you listen to every episode. I know you don't do that anymore because you know, don't need to. We, we have proof because <laughs> she posed for the Women in Nude Recreation. Yes, yes. Her, her and her, her sister. sister. Both, Polly. Um, yes. That was a very, very powerful photo. In fact, was it, it was Andy who shared with us that that photo was, yes yes, yes there was a, a gentleman who had given a calendar to, to his, one of his friends and she was very self-conscious she was super self-conscious yeah because um i think she had uh open heart uh, surgery yeah, open or heart something. surgery and um she was super self-conscious about that and she saw that picture and she saw the look on polly and carla's faces and how just happy they were you know and, and in she, the in that moment there they are nude as the day they were born you know plus some tattoos and scars and they were happy yes and, and she, and she turned to him it. and said i am so gonna rock these scars yeah and now she's a nudist so yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's that that was a great story, you know. And again, that's part of something that we had a a, a part in because I took that photo. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I I took that as a you know wow that that was humbling and and and, and fulfilling at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. You know? And if y'all like again, again, I will say if you haven't seen the calendar, definitely pick one up. Um, and if you haven't listened to Carla's episode yet. Give it a listen because uh, it was hard for her. She she's very shy and very, very soft spoken. Very shy, but she has a very good story to tell. Um, and we shared also another story of another survivor story in that episode. Yeah, that they asked yeah, us that's, to. That's it, true. She that's she true. was initially going to come on and then felt a little bit trepidatious. I guess you say so. She she had it written out and and had Denise share that. So that was a very powerful episode. We got a lot of excellent feedback about that as well because women out there who have gone through this 
are not alone and 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 they and they it connected to a few of the pu- few of the people we heard from um it connected you know in a way that they they were they realized that they were not the sum of their breasts mm-hmm. you know what i mean that that the, the, you know that that's just that's just part of their story one one chapter in the book of their life you know that you know now we're on to the next chapter and it helped them put it in a place where they could find some peace within their body again and then that was great we've had a lot of feedback where folks have specifically asked us you know not to necessarily share but you know some flat out said please don't read this on air you know right so what we do is we paraphrase a lot of our comments that we've gotten and again we're going to do a mailbag segment here in a little bit where we're going to share some actual feedback that we've gotten some from folks so please keep please keep please keep listening so uh, Carla's episode was was um, somewhat difficult because it's it's always hard when you have to listen to you know someone's hard times and and you share that emotion with them. You're careful how kind of, what kind of questions you might ask. And you know, you know. so it was a very emotional uh, uh, interview or conversation more so than an interview. And, um, and we love Carla. She's one of our dear friends. So, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that we shared her story in a way that she was comfortable with, but people could connect with. Um, so we definitely lightened it up with our next episode. Oh, we absolutely did. <laughs> Which was entitled Coconut Rum. Go look for it because you got to listen to yeah, it. It's Mike hilarious. Mike and Terry, some dear friends of ours from Oak Lake. What we did then, it, uh, we did a series of three interviews. The, the last three interviews for the for our first season were actually uh, recorded at Oak Lake Trails Naturist Park. Live on location, yeah. as I was saying. It, yeah. it, back in October before our, our holiday hiatus. The weather had definitely turned. I will say this. It was cold it was outside. Cold. Yeah, it's not as cold as it's going to be next weekend when we're up there for the snowball dance, but it was cold. Um, so we, we took the opportunity to sit down and, and, and record a few episodes, and we're going to be doing that again soon as well. But, yeah, Mike and Terry and Coconut Rum. What, what, what I loved about this this interview or this, this, this conversation was it was so indicative of, of the conversations many couples have when they decide to dip their toe in the water with nature. Or whether they're going to or not, or oh, whether yeah. they want to or oh, not. Oh, yeah. It was, we, it, we got to hear the lead up. Oh, yeah. You know, and a lot of people may not necessarily talk about that. Like when you go on these advocacy sites, because they, already they, made don't, that they don't want you to hear the trepidation that they had. But Terry definitely did. Oh, yes. And she has some liquid <laughs> She courage. didn't come to it easily. Um, she's super, super, super thankful that she did. Um, and she, there's no turning back now. That, no, they're, that girl's they're moving up there full time. Yeah, yeah they're, they're moving um, to the resort full time as soon as they can. But you get to hear, you know, that she was like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah, no, I don't know about this. Yeah, you know, uh, Mike, he was like, no, I'm, I'm in for it. And so it was very, very uh, honest. It yeah, really was. Yeah, it was. it was very honest. But I mean, it's like it's it's the story you'll hear over and over. So like, if you are listening for the first time and hearing this, you are not alone. Yeah. None of us have probably. Well, very few of us have come to it without thought especially people who have body image issues. 
um, you know, who have always thought they were too skinny like Terry or who have always thought they were too big like me, of course you're going to put thought into it and you get to hear her thought process. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> I just keep I'm thinking back to the episode and you know coconut rum coconut rum yeah she, it just she, kept coming up yeah, but, <laughs> it, 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 poor Terry she come across like she had an issue with coconut rum no she just had an issue that day because yeah. after that that once once well, she, the, no it wasn't an issue that's what helped her get over her, her issues. issues yes and she and then once whatever the, it takes the coconut rum genie was out of the bottle as it were it it it, it made yeah things. we're looking for endorsements from Malibu no, it wasn't you know? Malibu what was it I, I, it's actually I've got a link to it. I forget the name of it. It wasn't. Malibu, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So if, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll take some advertising dollars. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, but <laughs> and then of course then the next episode was Jared and Stacy. And uh, when we do the mailbag episode, I've got an update on Jared and Stacy's story to share with you. So stay tuned for that. We'll be re- we'll be sharing that here in a little bit. But Jared and Stacy, some of our dearest friends, some of our oldest friends at Oakland. I was going to say, yeah, we, we, met, we the, met them. They started going the same year that we started so, yep, going. Yep, we met them that very first trip they were there, and we've been friends ever since. And of course, Stacy was like most women, ain't no way. Uh-uh, nope, you're out of your mind. We're not doing that. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh-uh, yeah. uh-uh. Stacy is very straightforward. She doesn't mix words. She's super sweet, but she's very honest. Yes, you'll so always there, know where there you was stand. No, there was no way that she got talked into this. Nope, nope, there's no way. <laughs> nope, no, not at all. She came to it on her own, but it did, it was... It, but it, it was over she, time, over, and it was oh, slow, and... It was good to hear her story because you get to, to again, you get to, to hear the It's almost like you experienced it. You, you almost like you experienced it with her. The way the way, that, way the interview went and the way she told her story, you could actually understand. And it's almost like you were there with her. You're on right. the journey with her. Right? You, you're, you're experiencing this with her because the way the conversation went. So mm-hmm. I think that was very helpful. And, of course, we did get a lot more feedback from that as well. It was very helpful for um, – people who've listened that you know it, it's resonated with so many people you know there's so many wives out there whose husbands have said hey i want to try this and they're like ah and then they hear our episodes and they're like oh okay um she felt just like i did well she seems pretty cool with it now well, yeah well, you know maybe yeah. and, and and honestly that's what we're trying to accomplish i mean or in the same situation, if you have, you know, husbands or or partners who are male trying to um, show their their woman in their life the the nudist ways, <laughs> um, it's it's helpful to hear. For, from my perspective, it's helpful for them to hear. You need to take it easy. Yeah. And both Mike and Jared did not push this. Exactly. You know, exactly. they didn't, it wasn't a big agenda or anything. It was, they, they, they were let persistent. Their, they let their wives know that this is something that they were interested in, that it was they, um, it you was know, important it was beneficial to mentally to them. And it was how they felt most comfortable. And they let their wives come to it in their own time, in their own way. And I think a lot of men, like I said again, from my perspective, a lot of men, that's good information to because have. Because men, men tend to just 
make decisions and do things. We we talked about in a couple of different interviews that you know the worst thing in the world you can do is show up at a campground. Oh, by the way, everybody's naked. Yeah, that's probably not going to yeah, go yeah, well. No, you know, no, no, so no. so we were by hoping you know by sharing these stories um, that of course they will um, you know understand that that's not the best way to go about things at all. Yeah. And then our final uh, episode was Yale. Episode 11. Uh, episode 11. Yale was very much an example of the diversity That's of, true. The, of, of the naturist community. The naturist community has so many diverse people that she was a prime example of, you know, different people coming together with a commonality of and purpose. And she brought a lot of people to our podcast. That we probably would never have reached that, otherwise. That we wouldn't have. No, no, not at all. That's true. You know, so it was it was excellent. And so, it, it was a fun conversation really too was. and getting so to get, go back and listen to yell the universe whisperer what you give is what you get you know that's that's basically what she came down to and that's basically been our our year in review that has been our year yeah we've we're gonna, had a great year here in a minute we're going to come back and we're going to visit about where we're going to go moving forward and also do our next episode of the mailbag so please stick around uh we'll we're, we're gonna segue into our mailbag segment and we have a whole lot more to share Welcome to the second installment of The Mailbag, where we share with you, our listeners, what you, our listeners, have shared with us about the podcast. In episode six, Bill interviewed textile body image activist Amy Pence Brown. Her episode proved to be one of our most listened to. She shared our interview with her worldwide following and had this to say. Last week, I did a podcast interview with a retired Irish Catholic cop from Arkansas named Bill. He and his wife are nudists and have a program called Love the Skin You're In, dedicated to talking about their lifestyle and also about body positivity in general, an important component of it. Bill has had been a big fan of my work since the stand for self-love and quoted myself in my TED talk back to me by saying by stripping off my clothes I was stripping away negative body image and saying I'm at peace with my body and I have been for many years I believe this eight years ago and I believe it even more so today what a joy it is to be at peace with your body turns out he's also a huge fan of my Hilda and the original, and let's be honest, who isn't? She's a doll and probably was a nudist, or at least in our imaginations. We talked about me being a nude model for many artists, including myself, using my body as a canvas for my art and activism, and how I have created so many opportunities for my rad fatties, members of the Boise Rad Fat Collective, to do the same, and how life-changing that has been for them and for so many folks. He laughed about how he and I couldn't be more different people in so many ways, but how much I've opened his eyes and his heart to think newly about things that he might have never have before. And that right there is the beauty and power of my work as an activist, a writer, an artist, and a human. I've been a guest on at least 100 podcasts over the years and say no to so many invitations these days, but this one was unique because of the subject matter and a different audience, and it just caught me at the right moment to say yes, I guess. She then shared the links to the podcast and our numbers started to climb. In the time since our interview, Amy has been sharing quite a few pictures on her social media pages of her engaging what could easily be described as anner-type nude recreation. Everything from 
soaking in hot springs to taking walks in the great outdoors. It looks like we just made such an impression on Amy as she did on us. Here are some comments we received on Episode 7, our chat with Helen Berryman. Sun Couple 24 writes, A great interview, Helen. Your story is so inspirational for women considering naturism, especially after a very repressive first marriage. You have blossomed in your life. Thank you, Jan and Carrie. Lion King added, I was especially moved as she went from total skepticism to radical promoting naturism and nudism. Leza Forty said, I love Helen's story. I have heard it before as I am an avid follower. I'm proud of her journey and admire her and Simon immensely. I love her passion for body comfort and sharing her story. Listener and follower Carrie reached out on Twitter slash X and shared, Thank you for accepting my follow request. I have listened to all of your podcasts and think they are awesome and very inspiring. Your histories are so similar to those of mine and my wives. I appreciate listening to your attitudes about life. They are amazing. While I jump at every chance to be nude, I haven't been socially nude that much. I have been waiting for my wife to dip her toes in. As I continue to listen, I am grateful that there are people like you telling your stories. Thanks again. Also from Twitter X, Dan, the naturist man, said, I love this podcast. The interviews are entertaining, personable, and insightful. Great job, Bill and Denise. SC Naturist from Twitter slash X remarked, just listened to the podcast and really enjoyed it. I love the passion and enthusiasm, which I'm sure will be a great help to others who will benefit from the wellness aspects of naturism. Here are some comments about Episode 8, our episode for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. From an email, SH writes, Great job on the last episode. A truly inspirational story. It brought back memories of when my grandmother was diagnosed with breast cancer. Thanks to early detection, she lost her right breast but gained 30 more years of life. During her recovery was the only time I saw her without a top. I was 12. I had to get some bandages for my mom, who was helping her with changing her dressing. It wasn't traumatizing because I just was glad she survived and would be a part of our family. You both did a great interview and reading as well. Keep up the great work. Scott from Twitter writes, excellent job with the ladies. Their stories are truly inspirational. And Linda from Twitter X writes, great inspiring stories from these women. With regard to episode 10, our visit with Jared and Stacy, Scott writes, Bill and Nisi, congratulations on the big 1-0. The last two episodes have been really fun to listen to. They both evoke an authentic, natural feel of people enjoying each other's company. You handle the balance between the challenges to get to naturism and the experience of joys afterwards quite well. I always look forward to each episode, whether it be a week or a month apart. Keep up the great work. After listening to the episode, Stacy called us and said she had one thing to add that she wished she had said on the podcast. If I could share one thing about being a nudist, it would be that I regret that I didn't do it sooner. Ohio Nudist on Twitter shared, loved this episode, hoping to get my wife to listen to it so she maybe will give it a try. Love the way you present the topics of the podcast in a real way. Listeners are wanting to be guests as well. Alan writes, 
Hello from Alan and Kaylin. Thank you again for another great episode. I follow several nudist naturist podcasts, and I love that y'all interview people to tell their stories. My wife and I are going to try to make it to Oak Lake Trails this next spring or summer, and hopefully we will get to meet y'all. And if y'all are interested, tell our story as well. I think it's kind of interesting. Long story short, it took me 10 years to convince my wife to go to a resort. And on the second day, she was ready to move there. Hope you all have a great day. And thank you again for making a great podcast. Jared reached out over the holiday hiatus and shared that he and Stacy decided to share with his sister and brother-in-law that they are nudists. He was admittedly nervous because he shared in the interview that he wasn't comfortable sharing that part of his life with their family. After a period of processing and some basic questions that were answered by looking at the Oak Lake Trails and Anner websites, his self-described reserved and conservative brother-in-law responded, It's a free country. And a family trip to Europe in 2025 is still happening. Jared ended with, what a relief. Jared and Stacy's experience had the ideal outcome. They hoped that by sharing it with us, others might become inspired and find the courage to open up with their family and friends. Such honesty will bring nudism into the mainstream and benefit everyone. And lastly, we'd like to share an exchange of messages we had with a listener named David. His perspective is very unique in that he is a disabled veteran and visually impaired. He posed a question to us in his message and we answered honestly. It is an edited a bit for clarity, so David, if you're listening, thank you for sharing. Your message is inspiring. From David, first of all, I just wanted to say I love your podcast. And this past interview with Mike and Terry was great. There is a question I want to ask you to, but if you don't mind, I want to give you a little bit of my backstory. Back in 2004, during my second tour in Iraq, I ended up some sustaining excuse me, some injuries and lost the majority of my sight, and for many, many years, I pretty much hated everything. I just hated the world. I hated everything about it. I came back with a lot of issues from the war and with my blindness as well. I was a mortician for the Army, so I dealt with death. That's all I dealt with was death. I ended up meeting a woman, and she became my wife, and we've been married now for over 16 years. Even though I had her by my side, I still couldn't get rid of my issues and the hatred I felt inside of me. Within the last year or so, I started listening to different podcasts and videos, and lots of them were on nudism. Listening to them helped me move from being on one side here in the world, pretty much just hating everything, to being more in the center I feel more understanding of people and more empathetic to what everyday people go through, which push me into nudism. I've been a full practicing nudist now for over a year and have been advocating for nudism for those with physical as well as mental disabilities, especially veterans who have suffered issues from the wars like I have. I just show them how nudism has helped me. Honestly, it's one of the best decisions I have made in a long time. I love being nude and I'm very proud of being a nudist. I've actually talked with my wife, and little by little, she has become a nudist as well and is becoming more comfortable with her body, and I am so very happy for her. We actually spend nude time outdoors together and are just enjoying each other's company. Well, as for my question, in your years of being a nudist, in your experience, have you dealt with those who are visually impaired like myself, and is there any difference for those who can see from those who can't? As for me, I just feel more connected with everything. I just feel more grounded with nature and everything around me. 
I appreciate everything you are doing. Keep up the good work. And your podcast and advocacy are showing the world that nudism has nothing to do with sex or anything sexual. It's just a way of living. And honestly, it's a great way of living. Bill replied, as a person who is visually impaired, you are living what we often say. Naturism is about being nude, not seeing nude. I have been thinking a lot about your question, and honestly, I don't know if I've ever met a blind nudist. We have people with a wide variety of physical and mental challenges at our resort, and all are welcome with open arms, just like you would be. David responded, that was definitely a great answer, and you're right about that. Thank you so much. It's not about seeing somebody nude that makes a difference, especially for those who can't see somebody nude. It's about being connected, being understanding, enjoying it, and appreciating what it means to be a nudist, and we appreciate your answer. Thank you so very much. And also as nudists, we don't see each other's disabilities or deformities or whatever the case may be. We see you for who you are. Again, thank you. That means a lot to me. Season one is a wrap. There it is, folks. What a great first inaugural season of the Love the Skin You're In podcast. We've had a great time. We're looking forward to having even more great times in season two. We'd love to have you on and be part of the podcast. We have some great material planned for you, but we really would like for you to join us on the podcast. So reach out to us on Twitter. Send us an email to lovetheskinyourein2023 at gmail.com and be become part of the program here's a thought hey folks if you would listen to our podcast and you are kind of on the fence you really would like to give it a try but you've got some questions you've got some concerns you've got some really big hang-ups why don't you get with us and we'll talk it out on the podcast your journey your questions can be part of the learning experience for our listeners we would love for you to join us so folks if you're out there you know the, the wife is like yeah i don't know the husband's like you're a crazy lady i'm not doing that come join us on the podcast let's talk about it i think it'd be a great conversation it would be a great way of learning about body acceptance it would be a wonderful experience for folks who are in the same situation you are and we might just be able to come together and help each other to love the skin we're in reach out love the skin you're in 2023 at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you looking forward to season two check back often we'll be here and so should you Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Love the Skin You're In podcast. Your hosts, Nisi and Bill, hope you enjoy the show and will come back and join us as we explore body acceptance and self-empowerment through social nudity. We hope that this podcast will help show you that you too can love the skin you're in.